It's kind of <gasps> cold in here now. No, it's hot today. It's hot out. God, I was hot. No, I'm not. was so hot. I put a sweatshirt Where's on. Where's the other blind? It's right here. Oh, here, you want this one? Or the gray one? Oh, <gasps> yep. That was about bad. That was about bad. That was about bad. It was about not good. Okay. Should we add the part one of this? Because it was so good that I just feel like we probably should add it. Because we were talking about the coolest cartoons as kids. That's why our clothes are different. I feel like we should explain that. Are what? we going to add that part? That's why what? Remember we recorded it and then our mic stacked? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was such a good conversation. It was a good like one. four minutes of it. It was a good one. So. Um, why were we talking about? I don't know. I don't know what got us on cartoons. I think maybe we can just um, post as like a bonus video or something. Yeah. Well, okay. How's life? It's life. It's good. I'm living. Thank the good Lord. Yeah. And you got a new nibbling, which oh. is a gender neutral term for niece or nephew. Yeah, that Natalie created because she's a genius. Well, I have a nibbling, so that's awesome. I do. I have a new nephew that's what, 48 hours old now? Yeah. Almost 48 hours. He's so cute. Yeah. Mm, I just want to smell him. I know. When are you going to get to see him? Hopefully this weekend. But That'll be good. But um, they have two girls that are young. Like They have three under four. Yeah. yeah. Um, so their oldest just turned three in December, at the end of December. The next one turned uh, two a week ago, like literally last week, and then this one. Oh, my gosh. But they finally got their boy. Yay. He's so cute. Oh, my gosh. I love that outfit. That is so cute. <laughs> He's so stinking cute. I'm awesome. so excited. I just, oh, baby smell. Baby I smell. I know. They smell so good. Their skin is just, you can't eat them. <sighs> Smells so good. Yeah. Well, I got fired from my job this week, so. Listen, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> oh, my god. I was trying to be very, a very good friend. Mm -hmm. and be like, I'm, I'm really sorry. Because I know, I know it's stressful and I know it's like, what the F? Yeah. Uh, but knowing everything else I know not mad about it yeah i'm happy for you um <laughs> you got fired i didn't get fired i got laid off right you know yeah if you got fired that'd be different because i would be mad for you yeah um but you already had an interview yeah two think, technically two technically <laughs> i just got out of one yeah so things are looking up you know i and think it was time to to grow into you know a bigger and better person Time for evolution. Evolution, yes, evolution and progress. Yep. That was my last Insta caption. You didn't fit where you had been. Yeah. So it it the timing is right. The God's timing, seriously, because we've been talking about it. We've been have. thinking about it. I've been preparing myself. So the fact that it happened just it's hard, but I'm going through the stages, and it's all gonna be okay at the end of the day. And truth be told, anywhere and everywhere you go on to from here you'll be appreciated so i hope so yeah i feel appreciated even now yeah you know so bigger and better things if you're going through the job hunt or you know we know how you feel it's <sighs> rough out there it's rough out there especially right now in this economy yeah 
it's rough out there. For Everything's folks, so expensive. So we feel you. We feel you. Thanks for listening to the expired podcast. Make sure you're following us on all social media. You can watch us on YouTube every Monday and the episode comes out every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, wherever you get your podcast. Yep. And right. how many times did you watch our um, OOB video? Like 20. Me, me too. And I fucking die laughing every time. Yeah. It is funny. Yeah. Somebody said in our mom joke era. I'm yes. Like, this is fast. Yes. Mom <laughs> joke era. I love yes. that. Yes. Follow us on socials to yeah. see all of our goofiness. I know. It's, yeah. It's, you have to be goofy when, when you're, you're doing, doing crime. It. Yes. Because this stuff is harsh. It's, it's bad. Intense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So today's case is on Danny Vine and Della Thornton. They are an engaged couple living in Camden, Tennessee, which is in Northwest Tennessee um, in Benton County. Danny is 27. Bella is 29. Now, Danny, growing up as a kid, he was a pastor's kid and um, he just grew up kind of a normal life. He had siblings. Mom and dad were together. Pastor's kid. Uh, This is in Camden, Tennessee, again, in a small town along the Tennessee River. Um, normal upbringing. And as an adult, he was very successful. He was actually a professional scuba diver. I love that. I love scuba diving. And he made money by diving for mussel shells. Now, tell Which us- Which is interesting. Yeah. I, I- You can make bank. Yeah. And- It's all- hard work, but- Yeah. But no one would ever think that you can like live as a professional diver- Especially for mussel shells in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Um, but fun fact, I learned this at the aquarium, Tennessee Aquarium, which is in Chattanooga, and it's the largest freshwater aquarium in the world. Retweet. We love the it aquarium. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. I will never not be excited about the aquarium, going to the aquarium. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but learn this at the aquarium. More the majority, most all pearls in the world come from the Tennessee river. I had no idea. And when I was writing this up, I was like, did you know yeah. that the majority of the pearls in the world come from the Tennessee river? Literally like right here in our backyard. Yep. Crazy. Well, the Tennessee river is a big river and it goes a it long is. way, yeah, yeah, but yeah. still you would never think like mm-hmm. you think pearls, you think shells from the ocean mm-hmm. or species of the ocean, not yeah. fresh water, but yeah. yeah. Pearls. And then you said something, we were talking to uh, B-Roll Billy about um, the fish that are in the Tennessee River and yeah, the caviar. Uh, the row, like the the fish row, which is like eggs, yeah. but there's a specific type that's like really good and on most, most like regular person sushi, not, not like your Fancy. bougie sushi, yeah. but your regular sushi. Um, that species also comes from the Tennessee River. Crazy. And caviar is good. I've never had it on the bucket list, though, for me sure. Me and Mimi Jen. Uh-huh. Um, I remember you told me. Listen, we're, we were in L.A. for a reunion, went to this restaurant, and they had caviar. And yeah. I was like, caviar? And Jen was like, I've always wanted to try it. And Larry and Bentley were like, had it was you- just the four of us. And they are like, ooh, no. And I was had like. Had you had it before? No. Oh, okay. So me and Jen were like. Should we get? It's very expensive. Very, like this appetizer. It was and like over a hundred dollars. Like, oh yeah, uh, it's like one hundred and twenty-two dollars for an appetizer. That's crazy. And I was like, 
all right, I'll split it with you. Like, I would never pay that. But at the same time, it's like, I have someone there that's willing to try it with me. It's like we, we were having a good time. Yeah. Um, it was, it was just one of those things. And then Bentley and Larry were like, okay, well then, I guess we're going to get the tomahawk steak. And it's like this big, it was like a 30-something ounce oh, steak. Steak that was gnarly, so it's like okay, we're all gonna be broke after this. <laughs> but the caviar was amazing. Like I enjoyed it, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought I like this, but I'm probably gonna be like, okay, cool. I tried it. I'll yeah. never get it. No, no, you wanted my mouth watering thinking about it. <laughs> so freaking good. And Jen too. We're uh, we just saw where this restaurant downtown has like a caviar lunch mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go. Okay, I want an invite. Yeah. I've never met her. I'd love to meet her. She's great. Yeah. She seems cool. She just followed me on Instagram. So I feel like I'm a part of family. <laughs> okay, so um Danny, normal guy, muscle diver. Now Della Thornton, his fiance, she was a shy girl in school, but she was beautiful. She had blonde hair, brown eyes, she was in the majorettes. Um, and then after school, which you did color guard, right? I did color guard, which we are like lumped twirling things. Yes. And your, your so I, routines go together, right? Yes. They choreograph together. Yeah, exactly. Um, so color guard is flags, rifles, sabers, and we call it spinning. We don't twirl, we spin. Okay. And then majorettes spin because they use batons and I love their outfits. And then they twirl because of what they do when they're it's yeah. in the air. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, so Della, after schooling, she went to work at a local factory. Uh, the two met, they quickly fell in love and got engaged. They were both individually described by like friends and family as like the boy and girl next door, mm-hmm. like just someone who was just nice. Yep. Um, they were planning or they were living together and planning their spring wedding. How fun. In 1991, which is correct. That's the year I was born. I know. So to put into perspective. Especially the um, pearl thing. Mm. Who knows if it's still that abundant right. in the Tennessee River. But so this was 32 years ago, 33 this year. Yeah. Um, well, January 16th mm-hmm. is when it happened. That's crazy. Yep. Okay. So on January 16th of 1991, a fire engulfed in Danny and Della's home. It was a very rural area. Benton County is super kind of middle of nowhere. Um, farms, yeah, fields, things like that. Um, and it was so rural that the fire department didn't have the resources to like put the fire out. So they arrived on scene and obviously probably put like safety measures around it, but they just had to let the fire burn out. Yeah, like they could not, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it to put it out. Mm. So once the fire did finally burn out, all that was left were was um, four posts that basically like the support post in a house. The house was like 900 square feet, by the way. Very yeah, house. which was like a cute little like cottage yep. house mm-hmm. um, that where we started. Yeah, where we started. <laughs> where we started this podcast. Um, and then a couple of uh, sets of like concrete steps. So mm-hmm. like walking up to the house. Danny's truck was missing and Della's car w- was there. So his truck was kind of like um like a box truck, I would imagine, because he would haul like the shells and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um had a truck and a trailer. So her her car was there, his was missing. Um the police were hoping that maybe they were together, like they had come home, 
after work, whatever, and then left to like go to dinner or something like that because his truck was gone. Mm -hmm. Um, and that they had just taken his truck wherever they were. So their families were called and the families go basically like straight to their house. I'm assuming maybe the families were also hoping that like they had just gone out or gone somewhere together. Canine units were sent in to investigate along with um, arson officers or arson investigators. Uh, Danny's brother was the one to find um, small bone fragments and pieces of the skull and, and full skulls. The bones were found in the couch springs, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, police now know that the couple was on the couch when the fire took over. The couple's dog was found crouching in a corner of the house. He, the dog was also dead. Um, they would find, they would later find a 38 caliber bullet in Danny's skull. Um, a couple of things. I find it very interesting that human remains were down to the bare bones and some obviously not even um, surviving the, the bones, not even surviving the fire while the dog's body was very obvious. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like not, not as as damaged, not not as as targeted. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Red flag. Not accident. And Screaming. You don't kill a dog ever. Mm-mm. There's no reason for it. Nope. You don't kill the dog. Mm-mm. You let the dog out. You do anything for the dog. <sighs> so as the investigation continued, police eventually, they find Danny's truck and trailer. Um, the trailer had had $3,000 worth of muscle shells in it. Because, you know, he's a muscle. $3,000 worth in of 91. something in 1991. Wow. Yeah. That's the jackpot. Yes. So they found the truck and trailers, but then the shells were missing. And they were, so they're, they're on the hunt for okay, these muscle shells. Yeah. So that would, so it's as like an investigator, them. let's go talk to people who buy and sell muscle shells. Yes. So they talked to all these people and one person remembers denying shells that look like they'd already been processed and they like, were kind of bad yeah yeah they weren't they weren't of good, healthy right 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 um plus i found out during my research mussels you want to get them to sell as soon as you get them out of the water because of the water weight mm-hmm. once they open up and start to dry out they're less weight and you sell them by the pound pound yeah. yes i and, had no idea um it makes it more difficult to uh have like a healthy pearl mm. or anything else in a muscle shell that's worth having. The shells even themselves, they start to dehydrate it, yep. dehydrate if they're not like treated properly. Mm-hmm. So it's very important. Yeah, it's very important. Um, so the guy said that he had remembered um, a woman trying to sell these sh- old shells. And the one, so this was in 91. It in this business, it was all cash. It was all paper, nothing mm-hmm. electronic. So he wrote down any person who came in to try and buy or sell, what they were selling, how much of this, what was paid, what was whatever. And he wrote down the name, Mrs. Bruce. Um, muscle divers obviously have a lot of cash on them because mm-hmm. of the buying and selling. It wasn't credit cards and 
debit cards were not as popular. No checks, nothing like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the police are like, okay, there's a few muscle divers in the area. All signs are pointing to maybe an, another muscle diver competition. Mm-hmm. Now, the Bruce brothers really were the only competition to Danny Vine when it comes to muscle shell diving. Mm-hmm. The Bruce family is made up of matriarchy Kathleen, who's mom. Who is Mrs. Bruce. Mrs. Bruce. She was a widow, but she had eight children over the span of about two decades that she raised alone. Okay. So we're going to be talking about the oldest brothers. The eldest son's name is Gary. He was the ringleader and he took all of his mother's orders. Whatever mom needed, Gary's your guy. Mm -hmm. There's also Jerry. JC and Robert, and they kind of were the Bruce brothers, brothers. right? And they were not good news. All of all four of them had had mug mug shots before 1991, and collectively had spent years in jails and prisons. So it seems like the guy that like was taking note and documenting everything for his business was like the guy that does everything by the book and is running a legitimate business here. Whereas, like, the Bruce brothers and, like, the Bruce family was kind of shady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, in that, how many times did you think of that little, like, riddle that's, like, she sells seashells she she sells by seashells. the seashore. Yeah, she sells seashells by the, the seashore. She sells seashells <laughs> by the seashore. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I was thinking, like, seashells. Seashells. They sell shells, seashells, muscle shells. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So um, Camden, the area that they lived in January of 1991, was unusually cold, um, similar to how it's been here, except for now it's hot. Yep. Welcome to Chattanooga. Yep. Um, But the Bruce, Bruce brothers needed money, and they couldn't dive because of the extreme cold temperatures. So even like a diving suit, or one that would have been available in this area is not going to keep you warm or safe with it being as cold as it was. So they came up with a plan. Gary, Jerry, and Robert suited up in camo and long rifles and went to Danny's house. Obviously, Danny carried a lot of cash around uh, for the buying and selling of the muscle shells. And Della worked... Della worked, walked in on the robbery. So yeah, she was at work, and then she came home. Got home, yeah. And the robbery was taking place. So they were robbing um, Danny of his cash and his shells, obviously. Um, and she was also shot in the head. So both of them died by a thirty-eight caliber gun. The house was doused in gasoline, and then it was set on fire. I also am led to believe that their bodies had the majority of the, like a lot of gas on them in Since comparison to the dog, you know, or other parts of the parts house. of the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they had, I can't remember the exact like technical name, but they did find arson burns. Like you can tell where, where it was gas started or something and that you can see a pore line. Yes. It's crazy. Yep. Um, a neighbor, close by to Danny and Della's home, heard the commotion and literally just pe- peeked out of their window um, to see Danny's truck and trailer followed by a truck 
matching the Bruce Bruce Brothers vehicle leaving. So, not looking good for the Bruce Brothers. Nope. And the story only gets crazier. Mm-hmm. It's this is a crazy story. Crazy, it's wild. crazy, crazy, crazy. Criminals can't keep their mouth shut. There's mm-hmm. always going to be something that you're going to miss, forget. So don't be a criminal because you're always going to get caught. Yep. So witnesses started to come forward. They were hesitant because of the nature of the Bruce brothers. They were dangerous. They would do what they want. They thought they could get away with what they wanted to get away with. Um, A gas station owner reported that he had seen the Bruce brothers um, that night of January 16th. They were buying gallons of gas. And he distinctly remembers like Gary paying for it and being like, it's going to be a hot one in Camden tonight. Like that's so messed up. That is so messed up. Um, Then an old girlfriend of JC, uh, one of the brothers who wasn't involved in the actual killing and robbery of Danny and Della, but he's a part of this family who had criminal background. He just wasn't a part of that night, but an old girlfriend of JC, Sheila Bradford, uh, who was dating her, dating JC during this whole period. She comes forward because she's worried for her life and the life of her daughter. Um, The FBI agents, because the FBI is involved in this now, they set up a secret meeting where Sheila's daughter worked. So like, you know, it wouldn't be weird. A mom meeting her daughter at work and having, or meeting someone at the restaurant where her daughter works. Exactly. So it wouldn't be suspicious. Um, So they set up this meeting. And as soon as they sit down to have this meeting, a building out back of the restaurant exploded. Yeah. Somebody got the wrong building, I guess. Or it was a message to Sheila like, Hey, I know what you're doing. Yeah. A distraction at least. Yeah. And it spooked her obviously like it would spook Mm -hmm. anyone. Um, So yeah, that happened. They got out of there. Uh, they did have some light protection, but two days after that explosion, Sheila was never seen again and has never been seen since that day. Wild. Wild. Do we I think, feel so bad for her daughter. Do we think she ran or do we think she was I don't think killed? she would leave her daughter. I don't either. I don't, I, I've watched some stuff about, <sighs> I've like seen in, interviews of her daughter and I, I think something bad happened to I her. I do too. A friend of the Bruce's came forward, another one, and they said that um, they were friends with the Bruce's and they had like, uh, Gary had come over to their house, to their property and they were doing like target practice, which is very normal mm-hmm. in this area. area. Yeah. Um, and the police came and they were like, yeah, the friend was like, this is the tree that we shot into. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was, had his 38 with him. And so they actually carved out this Parts area of the tree. Of the tree um, yeah, and we're eventually able to match 38s retrieved from the tree and retrieved from the skull of Danny Vine to the same gun, and the gun was owned by Gary Bruce. Hmm. You're always going to get caught. You're always gonna You're get always going to get caught, so don't do it. Like, yeah, don't do it. Um, so Gary, Jerry, and Robert were arrested for the double homicide and arson. Their mother was charged, Mrs. Bruce, who was Kathleen. She was charged with tampering with a police investigation and she was sentenced to eight years. And while awaiting trial, Gary was able to escape 
and went on the run for 14 months. All three brothers were convicted and sentenced to life, and Gary got 10 more years for escaping. Yeah, he was on the run for 14 months. It's a long time. It is. He was found in Nashville, of all places. It's like 200 miles away. Bro, go further than that. Yeah. For criminals, like, some of them are really, really smart. Mm-hmm. And some of them are really, really dumb. And But even the smart ones are kind of dumb. Yeah, because like, you're going to get caught. Moral of the story is you're going to get caught. Yep. You can't get away. Nope. And even if you do get away for a period of time, you always have to be looking over your shoulder. I think they like that oh, part of it. I hate that. Insane. My anxiety, I would be like, Insane. need to be in a straight jacket. If a car is driving behind me for too long, I'm like, who oh, the frick are you? Girl, 100%. And what are, what are we about to fight? And then I also <laughs> take note of things about the car. Okay? Same, or blue. what time of day it is. Yes. Absolutely. If I see somebody walking on the road, I look at my clock. I'm like, okay, this is what they were wearing, and it mm-hmm. was on this road at this mm-hmm. time of day. Mm-hmm. Just in case I see something mm-hmm. that's like, you saw somebody. Yep. yep. The True Crime Podcasters, <sighs> of course we... Pay attention to every little every, detail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so funny. Hey Siri, take a note in my phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch Did my phone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the expired podcast. We appreciate you. Make sure you're leaving a review. Tell us what we did right, what we did wrong, what you've heard about this case. If you know anything, of course, please DMs. Yeah. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Expired podcast, expired podcast, 423 expired podcast chat. Those are all three of our handles. Yep. And of course, you can watch us Monday uh, earlier because I'm probably noonish Monday uh, on YouTube. And then we will be available everywhere, anywhere you download podcasts. At 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday. And if you're going to be an asshole, be a funny one. And don't do math. And take care of each other. Yes, take care of each other. This is the Expired Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.